0: The canary bird is named after islands, but the canary islands was named for the Latin word for dog, canaria.
1: Welcome. Oh, so you mean now? To fuck off. <laughs>
0: I'm Rasmus. <laughs> and I'm Jan.
2: And I'm Simon.
1: We
0: Hi, have... Simon. Hi, Simon. You are our substitute red because he did a very bad decision of planning vacation without having Wi-Fi.
2: But I wore red yeah so yes.
0: you're doing a good job <laughs> it's just like we're just missing like the, uh, the, the microphone punching every once in a while and it'll be like he's still here
2: I purposely chose a headset that had a microphone on the left hand side to make sure I never knocked it
1: <laughs> <laughs> not
0: a bad but idea to the few people at home who don't know you Simon care to give them the briefest introduction or some sort yeah. of introduction
2: I'm kind of one of those hidden people that seem to have made it into lots of little groups, um, but uh, I generally stay quiet enough so no one knows who I am. Up until now. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm the short yeah. one that generally tags along with Jamie and Duncan to most places. So you.
0: <laughs> 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 yep, I, I mean that tracks. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I would say they followed me to Germany, but they beat me there. I think so. Actually, uh, I would have followed them.
3: Yeah.
0: Because you you are one of the regulars in in sort of the greater fools with tools podcasting yeah universe.
2: that's yeah. it that's it
1: and if if you ever go to one of the events when there's actually camping you don't have to look far for him though sure. it's usually the tent where he his family and the car fits in <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey i bought the small one to the last camping oh that hey. was the small one that that was the small one yeah my my what the tent i bought that one that time was only sleeps eight um, mm-hmm. Which only had myself and my daughter in, but we both took double beds and still didn't see each other while we were in the tent. And the other <laughs> tent I've got can sleep sixteen, I think it is.
1: That the small tent okay. you brought was full Duncan standing size.
2: Yes, it's. It, I I I am the out of the four of us. I am the third tallest in my family. So my wife and my young my oldest daughter are both taller than me. So anything we buy tends to need to compensate for people who aren't vertically challenged. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's uh so even my workshop is we I had to buy a proper workshop size workshop. So it started at kind of nearly six foot in the corners and then had a shallow pitch roof mm-hmm. because sheds tend to start at about, hang on, I'm working in Metro uh, Imperial here, then start at twelve hundred 1200 million in the edges and then start working up. So you oh. lose a lot of edges. Yeah. So I had to get one that was closer to two point four for my workshop. That then only goes up to two point eight. Yeah. Okay. So, which was quite amusing to see Duncan come into it because he still ducks to get in the door because it's for some reason it's very high, but it's got a stupidly low door. Well, <laughs> no.
0: Norm- I mean, I guess it's a normal sized door, but also that's kind of handy to keep the heat in come winter.
2: Yeah. Um, last last year I did have a very small custom-built log burner in it mm. but i went through scraps so quickly it now meant i was buying stuff in to put in it so in okay. the end i got rid mm. of it I, it was it was supposed to have been free uh free heating and it, it wasn't
3: <laughs> I, I guess because
0: you're, you're not food working enough is that a problem
2: yeah so um, funny enough i bought it had a flat top so i um, i bought one of those fans that work through heat is yes name for it which is still magic when you see it Electric, I, I think that's it yes and it, all it is is like a ceramic plate at the bottom and two wires coming out of it well that's yeah. what you see but the cool thing was it didn't just spin it was also a 200 mil fan as well so it wasn't tiny mm-hmm. it also oscillated
3: oh under its own power
2: cool. and when i first first got the log burner the workshop wasn't it was only warm at one end and mm. someone joked about putting a fan in there and Funny enough, you start typing in fans, and next thing you know, you're typing in fans for the log burners, and fa- I found this thing. Yeah, um, and to, it it made such a difference. The place heated up almost instantly from that, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But um,
0: yeah, yeah, magical. I mean, not only like it feels like magic the way they work, but also yeah. the fact that they can sort of throw the heats a really far distance. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, but this whole thing was small enough that the flue was just scaffold tube. Oh. So when I got it, it it was just um, the the kind of flue stuck out of it, about 400 mil, and not that anyone else can see my hand actions. So I I got a smaller, obviously, a smaller bore pipe, kind of uh, riveted that in then realized that rivets can't take the heat that those things can put out, but it held it long enough. Hmm. Slotted in the scaffold tube over the top of that, then cut that at 45, tried to then put another sleeve in there and then gave gave up and stick-welded it, um, which turns out that um, galvanized. so I then got rid got of the scaffold yeah. tube. and it's not a really bit funny. Yeah. So I then got a piece of normal tube that was the same size, just not galvanized. And that went a lot better. And, mm. and flued it there now. Flewed it. Ran the flue. No, I like flued it, actually. Out the water. One wall. of
0: those, yeah. Yeah. And,
2: and that worked well. But I stopped using it anywhere near as much as I should have. And, of, and then ran out of material anyway. So I got rid of all yeah. of that. I got a tiny fan heater and a heated hoodie so the fan heater goes on to take the chill out the air so when you touch metal things your hands don't go oh that was cold (laughs) um and then the heated hoodie does the rest of it but as you know yourself i mean you you go into your workshop i'm sure most days in norway and initially you're going yeah i can't really wear gloves i need to feel what something's doing but once you've warmed up and maybe the atmosphere in there is a bit warmed up a bit with the forge maybe not in the new workshop because you've got a bigger space i guess to heat with that have you
0: Uh, No, uh, so the problem with the new workshop is that there's no heating really in it. So it will get proper cold, I imagine, come winter. Mm -hmm. At least to the extent that uh, the landlord said that they would empty out of the cooling systems of the cold cut saw and the drill press so they wouldn't freeze. Oh, wow. So I'm very curious to see how this is going. Like both with me running the new ribbon burner at full tilt, hopefully, for a couple of hours a day. Uh, and then having a building that is just losing heat on a regular basis, um, yeah. but there there is like a one a, of those large. Well, it's a smallish one, but like um, building heaters on diesel. That mm-hmm. also got a flue that running out, so all the exhaust goes out. But it's it's uh, left by the landlord, and supposedly it's really efficient to run in there. I just don't know how much I'll need to use it compared to. The heating i get from burning a gas forge but that's going to be interesting and i have forged outside basically into winter before it is not so much fun
2: <laughs> i guess i guess it's only only good when you're taking the metal out of the forge the stepping back to hit it on the anvil you want to get back to the forge as quick as possible
0: yeah you, are you, the sort of distance between hammer and uh, anvil and forge does of shrink as the temperature drops yeah <laughs> yeah yep. Uh but honestly like that, that and that's fine. The problem is like when you're standing on like really cold concrete, that sucks. Because you can feel warm and nice and even sweating on uh on the upper part of your body. While your toes you are feet.
1: freezing off.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's less than ideal. But we'll see how this goes.
2: You could not got any of those big Scandinavian kind of hiking boots. Do they do they work in that sense to keep your, your feet warm? Or do you need oh. to be moving enough for them to really work?
0: Yeah, you kind of need to circulate. Uh, you have some blood circulation going through for it to work properly, not be cold. Mm. Uh But I mean, my old army boots—they're brilliant, but they also sort of need you to keep moving to stay decently warm in them.
1: Yeah, I can see that. But why do I always have I already have a picture in my head of uh, different like tubing going down, like underneath the forge, transporting water, <laughs> doing like a floor heater. I I have been thinking about that. It's
0: not going to be possible in this forge, but mm-hmm. if I were to build my new forge or build an, uh, my own forge at some point, that will definitely go in it. Some something where I can capture a lot of the excess heat from the forge. Yeah, maybe just having copper pipes in all of the ceiling, mm-hmm. and then having the same going down into the floor, and just having like this one big box basically that tries to stay at fifteen degrees all year
1: round. Yeah, because you are really you're burning so much energy, might as well use it for everything else. Yeah, exactly.
2: The, I don't know if it was something that worked in, it was used in other countries, but um, here, you, we used to have the open fires and yeah. at the top part above the open fire in the back of the um, chimney, we'd have what was called a back boiler. Yeah. And that would then heat up with water and obviously, as the water would expand, it would then go across and a lot of people then used to have uh, run the copper pipes out of that to a radiator very often in a bathroom. Mm. Um so at least there was one room upstairs, or initially downstairs in a house where things would warm up. So whether or not there's another way you could run a, a tank from near the forge and pick up any excess heat that way.
0: Yeah, that that's one of the things where I probably need to have a long chat with Andy, just about to figure out all of the math concepts involved, and then start to just do some calculations, just trying to figure it out. And mm. then running a test and just seeing like, okay. At what pressure do I boil off steam? Or like, how much water can I pump through this system and still have it come out as steam on the other end Mm. without the pressure going haywire and being crazy and things like that? Uh, So I have been thinking about it and I absolutely love the idea because I still kind of need to use fossil fuel for a few things. Then it would be nice to just use all of the fossil fuel energy. Then at the same time, I, I am also looking to buy an induction forge and there's not really extra heat generated of that.
2: So that's literally metal touching metal, and that's then heats it up? or
1: Hopefully not touching other
2: metal.
0: Yeah, uh, no, think of it more as uh, an induction hob. You just put it next to the coil, and the electromagnetic right. field heats it up. Or the changes in the re- electromagnetic field makes funky things happen in metal. And yep. it gets okay. up. I but,
2: didn't even know that existed. That is cool.
0: Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, you can probably buy really small and cheap ones uh, for heating up uh, rusted bolts and such. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just need one that is uh bigger.
1: Of course you do.
0: <laughs> I mean but- bigger is better, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can already see you like trying to get a steel beam in there.
2: <laughs> Problem is I, I've just got in my head now the fact that he he couldn't get one that was just big enough, so he's standing there with a forward backward forward motion trying to heat something up and someone walking past going, What on earth is he doing? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't paint too vivid of a picture now for the audio listeners. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it was a soaring motion i don't know what you were thinking
0: oh yeah, yeah. absolutely let's go with that jan how was your week <laughs> uh painful
1: <laughs> to make it short oh, uh i had a dentist appointment on monday just a like regular checkup uh the last one's been a while let's put it out why yeah so how way.
0: regular is a regular checkup for you
1: well, it just has to be regular. It can be twice a year. It can be once a year. It can be every eight to ten years. <clears throat> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, long story short. No, my teeth were actually pretty good. It was like the basic cleaning. The only thing they found was, of course, uh, one one hole or caries. Like, not that I could feel it because it builds between, like, two of the teeth in the back. So, mm. yeah, but I had to do it. So, um, I was there today for another like hour hour and a half and they drilled it out filled it up and i mean it's okay it's kind of like a standard thing they do but it's still it's it's a bit it's it's throbbing a little bit
0: yeah i can imagine
1: or so, actually i can't because i never had like cavities mm. in my face but you, you mean you never went to a dentist
0: no i actually go to a dentist uh every six months why
1: are you <laughs> so smart
0: <laughs> well because we, we have a genetic thing running in the family that we have a lot of calcium building up in our spit and with that uh plaque
1: oh, yeah. yeah yeah that was basically the thing i was there because i have those um lingual like the bracers like the, mm. the the ones that are installed and they're they're in there so this also like is known for building up the plaque so yeah. they remove that uh no it actually feels really good and it was kind of like an oversight i i don't I have problems with teeth like i don't have pain with my teeth or neither are they like yellowing or anything else going on with them which is kind of amazing because I smoke for 22 years mm. um so i just didn't think about it i just completely forgot thankfully one of our friends is a dentist and he's like so when, when was the last time you've been checking on like um oh that was just recently that was like and i started counting i'm like well not that recently <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah how does Monday sound to you? Like stop by and we take a look at it. And I'm like, fine, mm. I should do it anyway. I know I should do it. I just forgot about yeah. it. So yeah, no, it worked all out. Now I'm just a little bit beat because it's like, no matter what people tell you, it's not nice laying in a chair for one and a half hours and have somebody drilling at your teeth.
2: No. I'd rather it, that than a tattoo.
1: No, I'm fine with the tattoo. I'd much <laughs> rather take the tattoo. Let me tell you and it wasn't even painful like it's not painful it's just if they have that drill and they put it on your teeth you can hear it in your whole brain
0: yeah you're rattling. like the whole
1: brain is like rattling yeah so and then you got the high pitch noises from the higher rpms in it and because we're makers and we know what power tools do you know exactly what's going on in your mouth at the moment there's yeah. not much left to fantasy at that point <laughs> and he's so... basically using a fancy dremel right Oh yeah, yeah, oh no yeah he's 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 using the good shit, like it's <laughs> like a the diamond tip twenty thousand euro machine like mm. drum going at your teeth, oh yeah, it's like, oh, but, this is nice, can I have that because that was the first thing I asked him, it's like, <laughs> so how much that's that because that looks really cool, and it's a diamond tip, so I bet I could use that for some cool stuff at home. He's like, yeah, that's gonna set you back a little
2: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. it, I it's, got...
2: where, it's gonna say it's where it turns out that you, he's he's very pally with you and waits till you look carefully and he is actually coming at you with a Dremel just for the giggles
3: oh
1: yeah (laughs) Oh yeah, he, he um, he, he. I wouldn't put it past him. He has a pretty good dark humor. Like I, I usually like that humor. It's not just when I'm sitting in the chair. Then, uh, chair. Then it's not not the best. Yeah,
0: but he, he'll be coming at you and going like, "Oh, you should have paid for a premium t- treatment."
1: Exactly. So, uh, how's your insurance? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, never mind. Get the hammer.
2: Oh
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but how about you guys? Simon, what did you do this week?
2: um i've had the fun of washing buildings
1: oh that's always fun but i mean it kind (laughs) of indicates that you had water and if the heat is somewhat like it was with us then
2: no my pole my pole was nine meters long the water was a long way from me Uh. oh yeah so that that kind of served but uh to be honest, I was off. I was on holiday last week, so it was a bit of a rude awakening to come back to this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was down in, uh, down in Somerset last week, which was really nice. Went to Cornwall for the first time ever. Went down to oh. the Eden, Eden Project, okay. which is somewhere I've been seeing advertised for years. So it's basically two giant greenhouses, mm-hmm. giant greenhouses, um, and they are in an old quarry. One is rigged up to give you the illusion I guess, illusion of you being in a tropical rainforest.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, right. Yeah, I've seen pictures And
2: the of other those. one is set to be the Mediterranean. I'm now, dead. I enjoyed the walk around the rainforest, apart from the fact that it felt like I was walking up and down Nordic fjords. Like, it was as hell, that one. But <laughs> it, the way that they had set up the walk around it gave you some nice... It, it gave you a very good immersive feeling. And interestingly, in the middle of that one, they have an air-conditioned room for people who are struggling. Which oh, was wow. the... Biggest yeah. mistake to walk in there because for some oh. reason I thought there was going to be a theme in there, so I had to stick my head in there, but it was mm. just no humidity. So actually, you weren't in there going, Oh, it's cold in here. You were mm. actually going in there, Oh, I, I can breathe. And then you walk out the door and go back outside and go, wow. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that was that was interesting. And it was also the sun was out on the outside of this giant biodome as well. Um, but that was that was really cool. I did enjoy that. And then we went, went along to the you kind of walk through. This big gantry basically takes you through all of their eateries and then out the other side then takes you into the Mediterranean section, which mm-hmm. was much cooler, um, much less humidity, but really did feel like the Med. So my time, I, I, I went to Mallorca a few years back. Actually, that was a lot longer ago than that. Went to Mallorca at one point and that—but <laughs> the, they had architecture in there. So there was a few little buildings. There was a little restaurant set up in that one. And that really felt like I had just stepped out in Mallorca, even even to the point where kind of like oh I almost almost remember it feeling this warm, and it just nice. I kind of felt sad about coming out of that one because then you have to walk back up out the quarry again to get to their kind of visitor centre, Yeah. and then yeah. the car parks are also now up at regular land, so out of the uh, chalk quarry and onto the top. So by the time you get to the car, you needed the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It's kind but, of that,
1: like you're hitting your control or the app on your phone <laughs> if it's connected. It's like,
2: well, start it up, start it up now. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, was, it, it was definitely worth going to. I mean, it's still two and a half hour drive either way from where we were staying. Um, oh, wow. But okay. it was, yeah, it was definitely worth going to. Mm-hmm. I it's think pretty far
1: I've out there, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I mean, I, I was at North Somerset as well. So I was kind of in line with Steve, but on the coast. So I, I could see yeah. Wales from where I was staying.
1: I, okay, yeah. the, the, I think I've seen something on YouTube about it. I'm not sure if it was Tom Scott or the fully charged show because is it possible that they're also doing an experiment about uh, like thermal, like with the, the heat they're getting?
2: But they something were along those lines? Look, I'm the only one in my family that likes to read plaques and signs like that. Oh, okay. So I, I have this habit of just walking along and thinking if I'm going to read something, I should take a photograph of it you wouldn't believe the amount of my holiday reels are taken up with me taking photos of signs that I'm going to read when I get back or on the drive back from somewhere. So um, I get do you out. actually? Quite often, yes. Oh. Especially if it was something I was interested in reading. Um, I'm not the greatest of readers, so to get a piece of text condensed into something that people are going to read when they'd walk around somewhere, I'm quite good at reading now. So I, I was always good at reading comics, just not very mm. good at reading books, too much text. Um, yeah. Yeah, but also right. I did also I didn't know I had astigmatisms until I was sixteen. So if you try and read text when it's moving like a hologram it was always interesting.
0: <laughs> uh that, that sounds troublesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was at the age of sixteen I realized stuff has straight lines.
3: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh. Okay.
2: I, I walked out of the opticians and went, Oh my goodness, the stuff has straight lines and kind of walked back in and the lady just started laughing. She was kind of <laughs> like I i i saw you in here two weeks ago for an eye test and you just you, you obviously clearly haven't worn glasses for that whole week and still didn't clock but you you walked i walked outside wearing them for the first time it was like, oh wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> crazy
2: yeah but yes that, that's uh and um I tried lots of local cider turns out i clearly don't spend enough time in public houses because every time someone charged me five pound ten a pint and eddie had a heart attack <laughs> um, that's
3: insane it,
0: it'll half the press of norway <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I mean, luckily for me, I don't drink that much, even though I took however many litres it was uh, to a meetup that we did. But um,
3: yeah. Yeah, I, still I, mean, you, I still miss those. Brought...
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think three kegs and a load of bottles, maybe some cans. <laughs> <laughs> we... My argument was if I had a 72-litre cooler, I needed to fill it up with cool stuff to keep the food cold.
1: Very sensible, yes, yep. indeed. Yeah, nothing wrong with that.
2: I don't I I can't find
1: any mistakes in that. <laughs> no, uh, my my week you asked thank you very much.
2: Yes. I was just about to. I was just taking a like, cool refreshing lily cider.
1: <laughs> so Simon back to you. Um Shut up Jan <laughs> <laughs> Uh I, I have been up off uh to the
0: to the great outdoors, no great foreign countries of Germany and make it fair Hannover. And this time I did say it correctly because I did not earlier before we recorded. But that's <laughs> nobody nobody knows that now, I, I hope. Uh, which was miserably hot, but a great amount of fun. Nice. And it's, I mean, I, I I know I know you both sort of wish you could have been there, plus plus minus a little bit, but it's oh yeah. One one thing is just I mean, Maker Central is fantastic, but you have like. A bit of that retail side of it, whereas a lot of business set up trying to not necessarily push a product, but at least make sure you know they exist. Mm-hmm. And then you have things like Make it Fair, where it's more like just a massive playground for kids of all ages uh, up until 99 or something, I, I imagine. Yeah. And it's just so many cool things that people can do there. And you also end up with like the absolute weirdest moments, like when you walk out of the main hall and you just see, uh, a steampunk Mandalorian and like the Johnny Depp's um mad hatter standing in line for buying Danish hos- sausages.
1: <laughs> yeah that sounds,
3: that's, that like, sounds like a yeah, lot of
0: fun. Yeah like the, I, I, I see nothing wrong with this image, but it's not it's not usual. And it's yeah, yeah it's just so much fun. Um, but the heat just completely knocked me out. I think we had more than 30 degrees the entire weekend. And I had some vague hopes of doing some forging,
1: but... Yeah, I, I remember you, know. you don't like um, usually sweet stuff, but I think I've seen you with an ice cream in one of the pictures.
0: No, it was forced upon me. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's my defense. It was forced upon me.
2: <laughs> so, well, so you, when you the te- outcome's te- done... As I was gonna say, you're telling me you only buy chocolate to give away. Yeah. Because whereas I tend to turn up with alcohol at these meetups, you you tend to turn up with chocolate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some damn good chocolate. I mean, you you can keep that smash and give that to other people, but uh, the other stuff you turned <laughs> up with was phenomenal.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I I I walked up to I don't recall even who was in this group now, uh, but uh, I walked up with like the bag of smash. I think um, yeah. No, anyway, I walked up to this group of people with like a bag of smash, and it's like. Do you want some? And they ask, of course, what is it? And I say crack cocaine. And they taste it and go, like, yes, please. And they just take the bag and they just hoard it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. So, it, what is it? Is it the fact that uh, it, um, alcohol is so expensive in uh, Norway? So you do actually put crack cocaine in your chocolate?
0: Yes. I mean, it is so much more cheaper.
2: <laughs> I, I, I must. I think I'm the only person I know that doesn't like it, and I don't. I don't. Don't even know why it is.
3: No,
0: I mean and, and that's and that's fine I mean you are objectively wrong but it's fine it's
1: it's like the if you buy the cheapest kind of potato chips that's smash for me it's like the same in sweet form it's like a guilty pleasure it's so oh, yeah. bad you know it's so bad for you and that makes it even better <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not supposed to eat it you feel your left arm going numb <laughs> Why you start eating it and you're going like, oh yeah. Uh, um,
0: Jan, yeah, if you stop before you finish your third package, you, you don't lose feeling in your extremities. <laughs> yeah, but where's the fun in
1: that?
2: <laughs> I think for me what it is is my brain is telling me Kit Kat is so much better. And that if if it wasn't so close to a Kit it's Kat. It's like
1: no, it's it's Kit Kat it's like the shavings. It's like yeah. if a Kit Kat is manufactured in the shaving and just imagine <laughs> it being chiseled out of a block, like the shavings are smashed.
2: Yeah, I'll give you that 100%.
0: No, I think you deserve to go to hell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just the one that doesn't even eat the sweets. Of
2: course. Uh, I I picked up some Milka whole nut toffee, I think it was, on the way back from Germany when, when I drove out. If I had opened that before I'd got to England, I'd have found a way of walking back because I can't seem to buy it for the same price at the same size. Anywhere yep. here,
3: mm.
2: it's just any excuse to go. it Almost be going back to the uh, the French t- terminal of the tunnel. <laughs> oh, that was so good.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: what what's, what's, what sort of sweet is that?
2: It Milka being a chocolate, so a Milka's a brand. I, I know it was prolific yeah, in France yeah. for years, mm-hmm. but yeah. it was ho- whole nuts with like a hint of toffee. Oh. And I don't know why, but uh, that that kind of made my eye and my leg twitch.
3: Yeah, mi- mi-
1: Milka is similar to like the Ritter Sport like the, the real sport, the, the squares chocolate ones where you get like thousands and thousands of different flavors. Well, kind of exaggerated, but a lot of different flavors. I think the worst milk you can buy is the one with the salted took crackers in it. Because yeah, those, so yeah, those just evaporate. Like if you open them up, you want to take a bite and suddenly they're gone. Like you, you <laughs> haven't even probably tasted them and they're just gone. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I don't have a sweet tooth, usually. I mean, it sounds kind of... <laughs> it sounds. So, like it. It, it doesn't sound like it at the moment, but it I says the man really don't have a sweet to tooth. Today? I'm not a big fan of, like, snacking, and I'm not a big fan of potato chips. Mm-hmm. But, like, once in a while, when I go shopping, I see one of those, milk, like, on one of those displays, and mm-hmm. the milk with the took, and it's, like, the small <laughs> bar. And I buy it, I open it up, and before those doors open from the supermarket and I walk out, it's gone. Yeah, so, kind of dangerous.
3: <laughs> it, it
0: sounds like you treat that chocolate like I treat food in general. In, um, it's just supposed to be inhaled.
1: Yes. I and Like I said, I didn't see a lot of pictures from going back to Ma- make fair I did not see a lot of pictures, but the ones I saw from you, you were bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, is this getting a new Cal Watch? <laughs> I, I I'm afraid
0: it might be a thing. I was I was also reminded on Facebook because Facebook memories tossed up a thing. And it's a memory from 10 years ago of mm-hmm. a friend of mine complaining that for the last five years in the Scouts, all pictures ever taken of me is of me eating. <laughs> So apparently, this has been a a rather long, ongoing pro- problem.
2: <laughs> I, I just hope that nothing stops you being able to blacksmith and swing dance, because otherwise, what's going to happen is um, this: we're going to see this person and go, "That face looks familiar, but just can't work out why this barrel of a body and who it belongs to." Yeah, going to be be you coming back uh, back to it.
0: I, th- I think that would require a fair bit of discipline on my part to actually limit my amount of calorie intake instead of just eating everything I can see. Yeah. But sort of on on the whole topic of traveling to things, I mean, we all did meet up at Kiel's this summer, mm-hmm. and I think we all pretty much agree like that might be at least one of the best summer vacations we've had. Oh yeah. The, yeah, my the...
2: my wife doesn't listen to this, so yeah, I can I can agree with that.
0: but it is uh, it's i'm I'm kind of twofold in this one is it might be so freaking nice because it's such a special occasion and quote-unquote a rarity and i'm saying that sort of being on my third just coming home from a third maker event this uh this year
1: and i'm going on two more travels i just wanted to say yeah you're planning a couple more of them huh
0: yeah, yeah. Uh let's let's move on from that. <laughs> uh so it, I mean it it might be so special because it is such a rarity but also it's like no it is fucking special because the people is special.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the the people that um certainly the Kiel's really really did make it. Some people there actually probably half the people there I'd never met before and still yeah. just as welcoming, which was absolutely great. Yeah. Um then you got Maker Central, which was the other one I did. And for the I I went there to see people. I didn't go there for the event. Um, which obviously mm-hmm. was a different kettle of fish in that one. Um oh. and I wasn't going to do Maker Central next year. I was going to try and do the camp again. Um ah. but I was told by my wife and my daughter that they want to go to Makers and therefore 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 I have to go to Makers. And Oh, point for, for you. <laughs> yeah, so I've really only got Space for one trip next year because I'm also going away for my 20th wedding anniversary, oh,
3: okay, um, okay.
2: which I'm already paying for now. Um, mm. so I either need to try and find some time and some money to be able to try and make Kiel's again next year, but uh, otherwise, I'm kind of like, mm. so I'm gonna have to make them make the most of makers this year. Um, mm-hmm. sorry, next year, but yeah, it's it, 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 I think most maker events you go for the people and kind of yeah. do you, you get involved with what you can around you with those people even if it's just uh, with, with uh make fair hanover um, was that walking around with a group of people you knew or did you wander around on your own and find the people you knew working or helping out at, at the at the event it is a
0: little bit of both i mean uh as as, as we as, as i said like i go there to meet people which is very weird from being so introvert as I am, because like by the end of the weekend, I am very much fed up with people. But it is, it is the, the right people that you end up meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is sort of our like-minded, mad folks that sort of they can't really necessarily sit still, they need to think or something, they want to help out, they want to improve things, they want to do something. And there's lots of people at, at the Maker Faire that, I mean, a lot of Germans that don't really leave Germany, they just go to the Maker Faires in Germany. So I I don't really see them apart from this one time a year. And I mean, that's that's not necessarily bad, but it goes like, oh, I'll meet some of these people here. I'll get a chance to chat with them. And of course, I'll then have Germans now because I've been there three years coming up to me and say, oh, here's my favorite drug
1: dealer. Uh. Got any of that? Got any more of this smash?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, and then you walk around, and you, you meet people, you see people who, like, have, does the same kind of tinkering, but now they have more things with them, more fancy machines. There was a guy who was making a animatronic Baby Yoda, the Grogu thing. And mm. last year it was just animatronics, which was super creepy. But this time he got a skin on it, so it looks uh, more friendly.
2: <laughs> right, sorry, you, you threw me with that. I was thinking it's... Uh... Go go group, but now with like human skin like laying over oh. it, kind of cannibal <laughs> kind of style. That's where my brain went with that. <laughs> no, that
1: that would be a bit bit too far. Um, yeah, no, not 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 that friendly either. Um, the when you said about all the, the whole maker thing with the traveling because of the people, I completely agree with it. Like this is the main thing. going to one of those make events now is actually to to meet the people. But in the beginning, it was also because it's for the hobby and it's getting away. So it's the best kind of thing. First of all, it's a change of, how do you say that? Uh, Change of pace? Like you see something else, you see something new. And at the same time, you meet the people that are also deeply invested in the hobby. So this is also, this for me, when I went to Make a Central the first time, that was kind of what did it for me because I didn't know a lot of people. I just went there basically blind, going, "Okay, I'm gonna go there, not knowing anyone, and I just wanna enjoy all of that and see all of that." And um, yeah, this like this is one of the things I really, really enjoy about it. Now it's also to the preparation for it. If you know you're going to one of the events, Galaxy Camp. I mean, I've been for, I don't know, like two or three months before that, I already like started putting aside little things and like, oh, and I don't, oh, I have to think about that. I have to pack that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the things. It's like going on vacation, seeing something new, but meeting the people you already know.
0: Yeah. I, I also can't just sort of shake the thought of how many crazy people there are out there that does really insane things just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense that you just for fun would want to build your own BBA or R2D2 that is like Uh, remote control and functions like exactly like you see in the movies. But someone out there is going like, oh, I wonder how they did that. And I want to do that now. Mm -hmm. And then they managed to solve solve the problem and do it. And not only make it, but they make it the way they couldn't make it for the movie because they didn't have the time to invest in it beforehand because of production deadlines. So I think that like the BB-8 thing, for example, I think they had three different animatronic props to do all of the different movements that they needed. Okay. But the people who started to replicate the BBA didn't know that. So they tried to fit all of the things into one BB8 instead. Oh, okay. Wow. And they solved that problem. They managed to do that.
2: Is that the orange one with the head that floats on the ball? Yes. Yes. Right.
0: And it's like, why? How how? But it and it does make good sense. But these are the people we like, right? Mm-hmm. People who figure out that that's a fun thing to do. And I have to say, like a couple of the most brilliant things I saw at uh, the Maker Fair now was someone who's taken an old typewriter and turned it into basically a telefax. Oh wow! Okay. So it would it you would have all of the mechanical keys looking like they were writing themselves to
1: what you had sent it to print. Oh, so it's like an electronic fax printer or like an electronic printer s- yeah, style. So- something like it. And then there was so- someone else who would take
0: in like a proper old school East German sewing machine, mm-hmm. added a two axis CNC to it and turn it into an embroidery machine. What? Yeah. Yeah. I was like this, this absolute steampunk looking thing. I mean, not fully, but it's like so old school. And then you have like this really modern accessory to it. And it was just just humming along, just embroidery willy-nilly.
3: Cool.
2: I, I need to go to a steampunk fair. I'm getting such hots for steampunk <laughs> at the moment. But my biggest thing is because I don't understand it. That's So I'm wanting to try and do a few things. But I'm like, well, what is... I know what I like, and I've been told that what I like is steampunk. Okay, so now now trying to get into steampunk and i've been watching loads of modeling videos Mm -hmm. or walkthroughs or finding articles where people are building like one third scale of a workshop room kind of in the the style of steampunk Mm because i've decided i want to make my workshop have that theme to make me want to spend more time in my workshop um and i managed to get hold of um a writing bureau through through someone throwing one out at work if it was a new one i wouldn't have messed with it but because it was a bit damaged and it was missing a couple of bits told it didn't work well in terms of it didn't work none of the drawers opened turns out if you let it dry out all the drawers work so i have no idea where they'd stored it
0: oh Um, wow i mean maybe in england
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, it being in my workshop probably could end up being a damp environment, but uh, I to make sure that uh, I don't need those sections in the winter months. <laughs> but I, two screws held in the cubbies. So mm-hmm. on a bureau, you've got the angle top that flips down.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And just to make sure we were all talking about the same thing. And my dad had one or has still got one that when you, as you pull that, the two arms slide out from the front to support the, the flip down section oh. as a desk. And mine doesn't, the one I've got doesn't do that. But after me fiddling with it, found out I could take two screws out, take all the cubbies out. I've hidden LEDs in all those cubbies, put them back, got one of those cranky, clicky mechanical switches, for on Mm -hmm. off and turned all of those on. Next to that, I've got a um, 12-volt USB outlet, so I can now charge things inside it. And I'm like, now I need to work out how I can get a, a, a worm screw to work on those two arms. So as I open it, it releases a switch and drives those out. Uh, rather yeah. than trying to have my dad's one's going to be on a wooden mechanics mechanical system somehow yeah. of the age yeah. of it whereas i'm thinking i can do that and then i was thinking to myself what if i could get it so it all it, it, had a speaker in there that made an audible sound as it drove them out and then like released steam when it got to the full end <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, i haven't even worked out how i'm going to drive these two out yet and already i'm trying to work out how i'm going to over-engineer that side of things
0: yeah you're definitely into the steampunk aesthetic it sounds like yeah yep I mean, also just to add to that, you might find it cool to look into diesel punk and solar punk. Right. Okay. Just, so just because it, it's offshoots of it. It's just vaguely the same aesthetics, sort of Victorian area technology. This is Erasmus with...
1: thinking he's been helpful by sending you down another rabbit hole or two no, or three. No,
0: I'm well aware this is not helpful at all this is just a lot more procrastination
2: (laughs) Uh, after us talking about mechanical keys earlier on i'm trying to type as quiet as possible right okay that's those (laughs) two tabs opened up i'll come to them later (laughs) i'm going to now minimize that screen so at least i still talk to you two (laughs) very helpful (laughs) (laughs) but then if you you can get a workshop that looks that cool even though Mm. my workshop's not big enough then people might travel to come and see it
1: <laughs> yeah. People to
2: the theme of travelling for uh Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's what's nice, yeah, a nice comeback. But uh, but
2: I mean I went to see Andy at the weekend, um, and that was it was supposed to be an hour and a half drive and actually it was two and a half hours. And he only lives in the next county over. Um so I think t- all the time that you can travel to see other people, it's it almost makes any time you've got to travel just that little bit nicer. Make coming home a bit longer. But um mm. again, mm. I went with my daughter, she won't hear this so I can say that. <laughs> And, uh, but I suppose, um, uh, Rasmus, you've got the same kind of problem as me. You, you, there's only certain directions you can really go in because you're quite low down in the country, aren't you? Where I can only go eight miles and I drown if I mm. go south. So everything for me is is up and out. I kind of wish occasionally I lived a bit more central, like Jamie. An hour in, in, in a round circle then gets you quite some distance covered.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, arguably, I'm in the south of Norway. It's not like the, southern tippy bits, but there's 90% more Norway north of me than there are (laughs) south of me. (laughs) And polar bears. Yes, and they are very cuddly.
1: And orange plantains, (laughs) you said?
3: Orange (laughs) plantation,
0: yeah. For (laughs) some reason, some mad people uh, in Songnefjord or in Geron if you decided that, I wonder if oranges can grow here because of the Gulf Stream and the mild climate. And turns out, yes, there's there's a fjord where you have like massive waterfalls going on lo- one side along the fjord, and then you have just orange fields on the other.
2: <laughs> Out of curiosity, are they? Uh, are they get, I guess they get enough sunlight, do they, to be huge oranges, or are they still going to be? Because they're certainly going to get no. the moisture up there, aren't they?
0: No, they're going to be decent, but you sort of have the whole growing season a bit shifted and condensed. So because you get more sunlight during the summer, they can grow and ripen quicker. Sort of mm-hmm. over the same amount of um, um, over the course of a few months. So the growing season might only be from, honestly, I'm just guessing, but from like May till end of August. Before temperature starts dropping and it's, yeah, gets, but it I doesn't mean, get dark. Yeah, but in that area, it just doesn't get dark. That's, that's the thing. So like, as long as the temperatures are right and you have the moisture, then they, they will just grow.
2: Just think, there's someone in the world somewhere that gets their Tropicana out of curiosity. They turn it over, and it says "product of Norway." You're going to get see <laughs> the, the most confused look on someone's <laughs> face.
1: Yeah, we live to confuse
3: <laughs>
1: or invade.
0: <laughs> that was in the past. We have gotten we, we have we have moved on from that. Well, we, we taught all the English to do it, and then they made it global. But
2: yeah, <laughs> as long as the Norwegians bring smash, we'll let
1: them Talking <laughs> about travel,
2: what are the next travel
1: destination for you guys? If I... It doesn't matter if maker related or non-maker related. I mean, rest you basically only travel maker related.
0: Yeah, well, it's either dancing or, tr- or, tr- or making. Yeah, ah, that's true. So I am going to uh, first Belgium and then to the Netherlands in a month,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then two weeks after that uh is it two weeks after that no so I got unsure. it's about two weeks after that i'll be going to the u.s and be teaching in indianapolis indiana and then going to make a camp and all of that in new york uh nice. and then after that i'll at least be going to stockholm once to dance mm-hmm. maybe twice so uh including i'll be Absolutely, be going to Stockholm to swing dance uh, for a New Year's Eve party at the last three days or something.
1: So, That's you got it quite planned out. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, flights and all of that. It, and my schedule gets busy enough. So, yeah, I, I need to plan a few things out.
1: Nice. Simon, how about you?
2: I The only thing I can think of that I've got left, and hopefully, I won't get mined out for forgetting anything, um, is. I've got a weekend away um, at an adults-only health spa, mm. which to be honest, I put on £10 while I was away in Somerset, so to be honest, that could do with coming around a bit sooner. <laughs> 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 £10 pound being about five kilos.
0: Yeah. As, as yeah. long as you're not talking in stones, so I think we can manage.
2: Yeah. Funny enough, I when it comes to knowing how heavy a human is, I need it in stone. To know if I can move it, I need it in kilos.
0: <laughs> okay one stone is eight kilos isn't it
2: i have no idea i know a stone is 14 pound oh okay so and, that's a, a, and a pound is 16 ounces because why not
0: Yeah, and, and we'll leave uh, the conversation there because it's <laughs> just stupid jan what about you what's your I mean, uh, yeah you're going off to on vacation thailand Well,
1: there's also the separation of traveling for work and traveling for um leisure
0: Oh, I mean your work travels are only masochistic isn't it
1: Ah, uh, yeah but I mean they they can be fun <laughs> I would hope some of them can be yeah I mean I, 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 I mean I think
0: you mentioned that you may or may not have put Kel up as a customer that you need to visit on a regular basis
1: ah no no, no. It's, not, it's, not, it's not that bad but um no there's actually not a not really a trip up to hamburg in the near future but uh there is plenty coming up um i'm gonna be actually in hanover pretty soon oh uh yeah but this one is actually kind of uh it's it's a trade show that goes for over a week like this ah. one actually starts i think monday and goes till saturday or including saturday so this is just one of those that isn't really fun because it's just long days for over a week. I'm basically losing two weekends because of it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, but before that, um, there's going to be another trade show I'm going to be visiting as a uh, customer, or not very customer, but as a visitor. I'm not going to be there with the booth, but just visit. Uh, That's going to be in Wetzlar, which is, uh, yeah, kind of like a little bit further than Frankfurt like behind Frankfurt, another two hours. doesn't really matter. home, home right. of Leica.
3: <laughs> so this okay. is going
1: to be a nice one because okay. I'm actually staying at the Lights Park and um going to be enjoying the hotel. There.
3: Yeah, that, that's
0: where you got to try out the fancy camera. Uh,
1: yes, exactly. That, that's yeah. where they, if they don't know you well enough, they just hand you a expensive camera to play around with. Mm-hmm.
2: Actually, I even remember listening to that podcast. Yep. So I'm saying they listening to it going, that's an interesting sales model.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think they can do it because most of their cameras, I mean, the, the serial numbers are literally punched on top of the camera. Like you can, it does not make sense. First of all, they're good insured. Second of all, they take a copy from your ID mm. and um, the uh, serial number is on file. Because I got a camera like I got myself an M3 that I bought used and I took it to them and they looked up the serial number and they could tell me when it was the last time it was serviced
3: Ooh, and that wow. camera
1: was built in 1957 Damn. and they had basically over the life experience of the year. they I think they could like oh yeah I have like 25 to 30 years I can go back telling you when the servers were it gets a little bit hazy before that we didn't scan the uh, prints because mm. they did it on typewriters before that or filled it out by hand. But at least the last 20 years, they could give me the service records of that camera. So, yeah, that, that's, I think this is why they can do it. They take the ID, they're insured, so you're not allowed to um, leave the premises. So this is basically their insurance policy. And um, the, the, it's locked. So basically, mm. they know with the serial number and everything that's going on about it. Yep. But I'm looking forward to that one. This is probably going to be the next business travel. Personally, um, Steph and I uh, have another like two-week vacation in October where we go to Thailand. And this is going to yeah. be right in between trade shows and the rest of the years. To be honest, speaking, mainly trade shows. Like not a lot of vacation. Maybe um, – well, actually not true. This weekend we're going to visit some friends in Mainz, which is about three hours from here. Hmm. But this, um, we're talking Germany locally except the one trip going to, uh, what's it called, uh, Thailand.
0: (laughs) How are you feeling, Jan? (laughs) Um,
1: Well, right now I'm a little bit in pain, but other than that, I'm really excited. I've been getting mail for the last maybe two to three days with little bits and pieces that I want for the Thailand vacation. So, yeah, basically just a new power adapter like travel adapter with now USB C ports because time has moved on and the old one with USB A is putting is, is yeah. getting put to rest. Um, I also got myself uh, for the first time one of those um wireless routers for sim cards, like where you just oh. put your so we can just buy a sim card there, throw it in, it has its own battery, and then we can connect with our cell phones and nice. just use that yeah. for, for data. Yeah, so this is just just stuff that I I mean it's now I think the third time we go to Thailand. So this is. I mean, what...
0: yeah. S- since we started the podcast, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, th- this is just stuff I saw and I wanted to do. And um, I mean, it's like when you know you're going on vacation. It's the same when you could go to make a central. Like every time you go there, you remember something else you want to pack or you need to take with you. It's, it's the same.
0: I I noticed you didn't mention the shining speedo this time. Shining what? Speedo.
1: Oh, are we talking about the swim trunks? Yeah. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Russ. I'm I'm not that German. <laughs> oh well, too bad. Yep, yep, yep. No, no speedos, thank you.
2: I, I've got a photo of uh, my aunt and cousin in Australia, and they're obviously well, not obviously. They're locals, so they're sitting there in jumpers and trousers on the beach. And standing behind them, which is actually what I was taking a photograph of, clearly is a holiday maker who's standing there in these tiniest speedo I have ever seen, <laughs> getting ready to get in the water. And you, it's just a shot of my, my aunt and my cousin just looking miserably cold. Bearing in mind, I'm probably in swim trunks because it's mm-hmm. still 20 something degrees, which yeah. is cold for them. And, uh, yeah, it was just this bloke behind them. It's just like, yeah, t- tell me you're a tourist without telling me you're a tourist. Here's a picture of the locals. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is funny. Uh, sort of
0: mo- moving on from that. Do you have a... I mean, we, we all sort of want to go more into the makeries things and meet up and do makery things. Like, mm-hmm. So that's a given. But outside of that, do you have like a dream destination you want to get to? preferably something you haven't gone to somewhere you haven't gone
1: yet I guess Simon or me
2: Uh, I'm still thinking so you can go first (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah so Stefan I really want to go or we're hoping to be able to go to Namibia next year oh, Africa Mm. because this is so different from anything or anywhere I traveled so far and, uh, it's always been a dream of Steph and I just never thought about it. Mm. So yeah, from th- this, is something that is really high up on the list. Something I really want, like to see. And it's the same when they say about Thailand, I think Namibia is the best for if you want to get started with Africa, what mm. people told me, because you can basically self-drive a car, you can rent a car and drive the roads are ma- Mostly good enough to drive. We were still totally to careful, but expected other African countries. It's uh, pretty safe to travel from like hmm. different lodges safaris. So this cool. is really high on the list because this is something just to, that's that's a bucket list item to do.
3: Yeah, I
0: have to admit, Africa is has never been really high up on my list, but it's definitely something I want to do. Mm -hmm. especially is visiting some of those like archaeological cities they've been digging out recently like all over Africa where they have like suddenly realized like oh the wind changed and now this whole mountain of sand has moved and we found buildings I want to go there I want to see what that's about and also places like Namibia is really fascinating but uh, then you have um, just also the stereotypical things like like getting to the Serengeti and seeing just what that is.
1: Mm -hmm. That would be really amazing. This is something uh, that is really interesting talking to people because um, I think most people that hear of it the first time, they think about the animals, like the safari and the animals they're going to see. And for me, it's more, I've seen some pictures that a friend of mine made. Um, They're sitting there in the evening in the lodge and the, the lodge is just like four or five buildings in the middle of the desert. And you see the desert trees and it's pretty green and lush because it was just after raining season, but just the nature looked so absolutely stunning. And he, he photographed a normal picture and you could see the stars in the sky, just mill- Like it, it was like, I don't know, like a net of LEDs mm. in the sky. And he said, just the feeling sitting there, you feel so small in the middle of the desert and yeah, he said it's really hard to describe and I really want to feel that. I want to see that mm. and I want to feel that.
0: I agree. I I I, I also would definitely want that. Yeah. Simon, did you have a think?
2: Yeah, I I want I'd really like to do a European road trip. Mm. Um mm. albeit I obviously drove from here to uh to North Germany, but um I didn't really get chance to I did see lots of things. But most of them were me sitting there going, OK, six hours, five hours. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm counting. It was more of a yeah. countdown to get somewhere rather than going into places to see them. I mean, um, you did
0: have a time to look at Antwerp a little bit, didn't you?
2: I, I'm going to be polite and say yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that was that was unpleasant. It didn't help. I needed the bathroom really badly as well. Oh. And, the, that, and, and Google that's... had just said, oh, half hour. It's the, it's the only time I can say oh, Google has let me down. Because mm-hmm. it said there was a half hour delay. But for the three hours it took me to get through.
3: <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. It was
2: permanently a half hour delay. It was, yeah, that was, that was miserable. Bearing yeah, in mind, it took sucks. me 11 minutes to go through on the way home. <laughs> um, but I, I've, I've not done a big one in, in Australia. But I've got family that live in Perth and family that live 300 kilometers south of that um so next door it's yeah it's still remarkably next door Um, (laughs) but it's i really enjoyed um i enjoy driving when there aren't so many people on the road and unfortunately you don't get that here now certainly not in the Mm. south of england Um, and with almost every major road at the moment being dug up for our benefits so we keep being told um is a real shame um and Certainly my, my, my road trips I've done in Australia um, and really enjoyed. My aunt that lives south of Perth was very close to being outback in terms mm. of proper outback as opposed to outback in the sense of I would consider as the outback for them that it's still a village. And I'm yeah. like, you, you can't say you're in a village when there's not another village for a, like half hour, 40 minutes. And that's with me doing as fast as I want to go. But one of my cousins who's out there has... Driven right the way across the Nullarbor, I think it is, which is like five days of desert across Australia. Oh, wow! And she and she, dro- she was going to university for a year, or well, doing her course at uni for a year, and just drove across, and then w- took a trailer, took all the stuff across, and then when they decided to come back, sold everything off, and then flew back and said it was nice, but I'm doing again. do um, yeah. <laughs> Sleeping on top of the sleeping on top of the car and things like that. But um, oh wow! I'm I'm I don't mind spiders snakes scare the living daylights out of me so i'd struggle to do too many road trips in places where i'm afraid to get out the vehicle so hence most of europe maybe maybe skip a little bit of spain skip a little bit of um italy and i'm sure there's some things there that don't like you um Mm. and just keep driving but yeah I, i i i enjoy looking and you get told off sometimes for doing it when you're driving (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: although i must admit germany was phenomenal in terms of the fact that you're overtaking something you're going to have something coming up behind you doing 200 kilometers an hour but even they pull over to the inside lane when there's no one there you wouldn't get that here they'll just stay out there uh, and i've Save never i just couldn't believe on how out, out of france how well behaved other drivers were everyone yeah, in but, france yeah. was just trying I mean, to get but, somewhere <laughs> it but this ridiculous. is
1: because of the expensive um let's say consequences if you don't in germany because we have the rule of right hand driving if it's free you have to be on the mm. right lane if you go in left and there's no cars on the right side they can pull you over just for that
3: hmm. i, I mean they, they usually more, don't
1: yeah. but it's kind of like still we're being taught yeah yeah but yeah and like this is Nice that you've seen it that way. For me, spending a lot of time on the road, I see quite the opposite. Like it's getting worse and worse. At least it feels like it. Well, come yeah. to
2: England, do a driving holiday for a week, and you'll no I, already to did. no, I was gonna say go back to Germany and go, My goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh I, I had a few people telling me that it's uh traveling over to Germany and then they're going like looking at the distance and going like, okay, so this, this is how long we're gonna need, and then they suddenly realized, oh, there's no speed limit. And suddenly it took him like a third of the time.
2: <laughs> I, I took advantage of that. Uh, Mia wasn't too impressed. She told me off. Um, <laughs> but what was really weird is I was doing that. I was in your inside lane because there was no one on the road and mm-hmm. a BMW, no, it wasn't. It was an Audi um, Q7, Q8, Q7, whatever the big one is. And it came past me at such a rate of knots. It took me longer to work out what the hell it was, as in, because the noise it was making as well. Just flew past us. <laughs> Me and I've kind of looked at each other and gone, "I'm doing about 180. What the hell was he doing?" <laughs> we are yep. just absolutely gone. But uh, yeah, that was that was something else.
0: And then you have Norway, <laughs> exactly. It's just fjords and mountains everywhere. So,
2: how long
1: would I usually take to go there? Okay, let's trouble that. <laughs> that sounds about right.
0: No, uh, well. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, because average speed limit cross country Norway is about sixty. Yeah. If if you're staying on like the the main high highway going from Oslo and northwards, you, you you might be able to get to seventy, possibly eighty on a good day. But mm-hmm. that's that's
2: about And we're it. talking kilometers now here, aren't we? Oh yeah. yes. Sadly, not sadly. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, and also like I think. At the stretch, like we ha- you have a dual carriageway in the same direction, maybe ten percent of the time. Yeah. For the whole road network.
2: Holy moly. I thought
0: maybe we were, back- th- thought we were backward. <laughs> no, 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 But yeah. it, we have fewer people than you are. We have yeah. we we are was a nearly double the amount of people, uh, space that you have in, in England or something, still. Like it's just a vast distances here. And more often than not, there there's I mean. I've been places where rush hour included three people going in the same direction.
3: <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah,
0: yeah that can be Norway. <laughs> I, Not, here I... Austin, I did. Not here in my dear. Not here in
1: But the thing is, it's like uh, driving in Norway, you arrive at your destiny relaxer. Oh yeah. <laughs> well I have to be sorry, Simon, but like you could try driving in Great Britain or like you being Scotland like it doesn't really matter. If you if I drive over you guys, like you have a speed limit of like, I don't know, let's put it like ninety to a hundred kilometers an hour. Yeah, but everybody yeah. is just doing a hundred and forty and it doesn't matter which lane you're in. <laughs> like there's yeah. basically lorries trying to get you off the, <laughs>
2: off the Yeah, road. I must admit um, I do like the continent signs when you get to a bit that says low lorries overtaking. Here they'd just be like, yeah.
3: <laughs> mm, yeah
2: so it was it was interesting actually at one point because uh there was some i saw a, one of these like police camera action shows and the um a few european drivers this was a little bit before the kind of the, the eu was getting as strict as it is nowadays so we're going back quite a few years and they were enjoying a lot of these lorry drivers were enjoying coming to england because therefore they had to now stick to the tacos um and it was kind of like oh good now we can have a rest and if they didn't then they got nicked for it um, oh, wow. but nowadays it's, it's a lot more strict kind of to, uh, everywhere, but, um, uh, it was a particular route I do on the way back from Ipswich and it's a steady downhill and almost the second you get to that steady downhill, you will see a lorry come out and try and do an overtake. And it's always the slower of the two lorries that does it, not the quicker one. And it's just, oh no. And it, you, it takes about four or five miles to do so this overtake and this queue's yeah. getting longer and longer behind them. Yeah. Uh,
3: It is what it is. Yeah, it's. And traveling by car
1: can be fun. You just have to take your time. The best thing I or the the only thing I can recommend by doing like I did a lot of vacation on car or stuff. And I like to do trips driving from city to city. Mm -hmm. Is um, we try to keep driving to a maximum of three hours a day, and that's the absolute maximum. Mm. Because every other than that. At least the driver is not going to have a good time.
2: Yeah, agreed. Funny enough, with Sarah, with the, all the driving we did when we were on holiday, we kind of split everything to be about about t- two hours, two and a bit hours.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, that, was, that that was sounds nice. really reasonable. Yeah. yeah.
2: Also, that way the driver doesn't need too much um, Red Bull or Monster or anything, <laughs> or just the old school coffee.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. Oh, but by the way, I, t- I tried that um, last week. No, not last week. The last uh, When was the last time I recorded with you guys? Damn it. <laughs> about last two weeks week. ago? No. no.
0: yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, because, because, you...
1: because I was sick like a dog the last week. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like, see, that, that week just did not happen for me.
3: Yeah. I was that, that miserable. Like a good week to
1: forget. Oh, I, it, that, yeah, I was absolutely miserable. And it was something wrong I ate. Like, there was not a flu or something. That was just, yeah, that was wild. Um, know what um i did the last recording i took part uh because i was so low energy and slept like didn't sleep well i i had a monster energy drink it was interesting let's put it that way <laughs> have you listened back to it is that what happening? oh i listened to parts of it and i was just like damn <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> yeah exactly sugar and crack <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, yeah. the great thing is for me, um, of, because of uh, the, the, a few, few, few interesting things, um, I find all they do is just keep me awake when I need them to. And the moment I've come, put my head down on, my, on a pillow, oh, good, I've gone to sleep now. So I don't get the jitters, I don't get the shakes. I mean, um, the wonderful Jamie Reader put me onto some coffee at one point that um, the tagline of the coffee on the packet is seriously strong effing coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is actually what it says. It, it doesn't actually swear. Um, and there are a few people that I know that I've made those coffees for by the time they've left my house they've had the jitters and I'm like this is, this is my third what are you going on about? <laughs> you
0: you might be an extreme case though Simon <laughs> I, I I think I, I would almost argue it is healthier to have a reaction coffee than not have any at all
2: <laughs> Yeah True. I, I think I had six
3: today Hmm
2: <laughs> Oh wow I I've had to think
0: about that. Yeah, six. Nah. Does, that, does that mean that we should focus on something else? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you say nothing to focus on.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to go first. Yeah. Because I want to focus on Crafts, crafts with Ellen, uh, Pempu Makes, Pia, and Leo at Grunfunkel for the amazing job they did at running the Fabric Repair Cafe at making for hanover nice. which is also where i happened to hang out and chat with them all weekend because we had not lots and lots of shade we had a nearby fountain to stash all the beer in so it didn't get stupid warm and yeah just spent the entire weekend chatting with them which was really nice but also so cool and so inspiring to see them like doing the things they know and helping others see th- th- other people fix whatever they need fixing where it's a broken zipper here or if if it is like uh straps that needs reattaching and re-sewing on or velcro that's gone bad and needs a new patch on it and things like that, it's just like they had nearly everything with them to fix most things and they just did it and it's super cool
1: that's insane yeah that sounds really nice i saw some of the pictures and i think i stopped looking at the the instagram pictures after seeing the one from the booth because i was just like oh damn i really want to be there
0: yeah uh, it's, uh, and it's such a thing where it doesn't require much but the fact that they all have so much knowledge about like fabrics and all of it so mm-hmm. n- nearly no matter who would come up with a problem like they at least collectively if if not just leo alone knew what to do to make this better they just could do it and they had hands-on experience and all of it. So, yeah. They all deserve a space Wing focus, if I dare to say that. Simon?
2: Sounds good. What about for, you? For me, I, 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 I just watched, I think steampunk just in general. I, this week, I think I've watched, um, mortal engines twice. Oh, i still can't even work out if I like it, but I just love the concept of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I, that I,
0: was a Peter Jackson film, was it? No.
2: I have, Do you know what? I've never really looked into anything no, behind the... Um, I, I think something about everything... I think that if they had tried to drag that out and make a bit of a... a I think I'd have preferred it if it was a series. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel that yeah, it, 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 felt, it, it felt rushed. Right. But I, I, there are a few of the concepts that I really liked. And is it Arcane on Netflix? I think it was um, something that Red put me onto a while ago. Actually, um, it's an animation. Oh,
0: and... our, yes, uh, the Le-
2: Le- League of Legends one. Yes. Oh, okay. Of which they yeah. no, still, still, we're still waiting for season two for. Um,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: but uh, yeah, that's that's. I I keep kind of trying to watch those kind of things at the moment to uh, to to trying to, I hate the word inspire, but um, to inspire me along those lines. I'd rather, yes. help, I'd rather they helped me focus. There we go. <laughs> if,
1: if you love stuff like that, like the mechanical aspect, a little bit of Steampunk, well, now I really want to watch Wild Wild West again for some reason.
2: <laughs> because Is that they, Wild Wild West? Yes. Is that Will Smith? Uh, yes. Yeah, I saw that in oh. the cinema.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, me too. Yeah, that's that's like long time, but now I just remember that with that like giant spidery thing and the, the wheelchair and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, um if you like stuff like that, there's uh I'm I might be able to send you a couple of things that I've watched over the years. Like if you like anime for example, there's um Vision of Escaflown. I'm I'm probably butchering it and pronouncing it wrong, but there's there's a couple of series okay. and movies over the years that have that kind of a little bit of Victorian vibe or medieval vibe mixed with a little bit of technology in it.
2: Oh, okay. So, thank you. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, I I looked that up. I have to go through my old library.
0: What was it called again? Is which one? The, the uh, last one. Oh, I'm Vision curious. of Escaflown? Yeah, sure. I, I have no idea how to spell that.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: Good. Okay. That's why I was going to wait for the link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sensible. My, my language only stops at one anyway, so... <laughs>
0: And... Yeah, I, I went through all, all 17. I was like, no, no no, compute. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Rasmus XS stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yes. my focus is, um, I would have to say Gerald Undone. And I think I put my focus on him before. Uh, he's a tech YouTuber, and he goes pretty much into detail about cameras. Um, But he has a small... How do you say that? Uh, what he does lately is he goes around for, to other tech YouTubers and takes a look at the place where they record their videos. So he went uh, into, he goes into the studios. And I think the latest one that was released today was with uh, Gamers Nexus. And it's just okay. funny because he walks around and he's pretending that he's taking notes of everything and like giving points and retracting points for stuff and <laughs> messing up. But uh, everywhere you go, it's just they have a lot of fun, they laugh about it. It's interesting as hell. If, if you are really into studios and how people record and how they film their projects, uh, you get a lot of background information about it, not just about the stuff they're using, but how they're using it. And then it's just funny as hell at the end. Like right? They always have a good laugh. There's some outtakes in the end, and you can just see that they're nerds united. And yeah, so... Gerald Undone, especially the series right now where he's looking at different studios.
0: I might have to give a sneak peek to what uh, what kind of shit he's giving Linus because I, I love Linus's tech channel.
1: Oh, you but... mean the whole controversy what's going on at the moment?
0: No, no, no. I mean, yes, that as well. But first off, I, I generally speaking like his tech channel. Mm-hmm. But whenever they try to do anything sort of maker-related or like building
1: things, it's it's all oh, it's horrible. Drink. Yeah. It's horrible. But I was really surprised when I watched it and how much um, Linus knows his tech stuff, like just his equipment.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he, he is a massive nerd. I mean, that's yeah. how we ended up with sort of quote-unquote this small little empire of his because yeah. he is really good at what he does.
2: It was Linus, I think, you sent me the link to for when the video that showed Linus's gaming rigs through the years.
0: Did I? The not confusion
2: true. on your face then, maybe it wasn't you. Um, I know someone had sent me it. So I sat down yeah. and watched them all. Um, and it was the fact that one of the videos, um, Linus has got his gaming rig that he takes to LAN parties, was in a cooler, but with the, radiator, with the, with the thermal radiator on top. Sorry, li- liquid radiator on top. Oh, damn. As you've seen, Linus, he's not the biggest of people. Uh, no, this—it was. I think he did actually say how much it weighed, as well as he's lugging this this rig around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back in days, when going to a land party was a proper workout.
2: My first case was all metal, and they hadn't ever planned on it being moved. Right, and that was that was heavy. Or oh, actually, it wasn't really much for airflow either. I remember drilling holes in the front of that thing. Um,
0: <laughs> nice. So. I've always done the smart route of buying a uh desktop cabinet with a handle on it.
2: I've never it's... been to a land party What?
1: what what what
2: what well I've I
1: basically this... lived on you land parties all i years.
2: I've got this city down the road called Brighton, and what you could do was go down there and um and use uh for well wow, that was a long time ago since I last did that It was about eight pound an hour um when I was about twenty-one, and it was almost every top game that was out was installed all on their systems, and they had um, proper internet connections in the days of dial-up, and you nice. just—that—that that was my version of playing LAN.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, at that sense, that that works. Yeah.
2: No, we <laughs> also had, I had no people. friends.
1: We had oh, people yeah. on bikes having to go back home to get a T connector. Oh wow! Or like an end cap for the T connector because of the coax connections because we forgot them.
2: I, Not that being I, able
1: to terminate the, the the network the end.
2: Yeah, I, friends of mine had set that up. Basically, um, I hadn't left home at the time. Um, and I, I've always gone on with people that are older than me. Um, except for most of my friends now are younger. to tell, tell, turn. Um, <laughs> and basically, yeah, going around their house. And still, to until you said it just then, because oh, I was thinking about this the other day, I'd, I thought they'd homemade their network literally out of coax cable. But now you've said it, it, it was a real thing. That makes me feel a bit better. So I just remember seeing like those like say the TN connectors and bits and pieces going around the house. There must have been eight of them living in this four-bed house and oh. you know, almost the whole some of them might not have lived there, they just kind of lived there because of giant land parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could yeah. be. But that was in I, the days of what's it, um uh, Quake. Mm. Oh yeah. So I,
0: I actually now remember when I was thirteen or fourteen going to a land party with a wheelbarrow with my computer in it. Yep. It, was, it was in the neighborhood, but it's like far enough that carrying it would make sense and taking it on the bike would never work. So it's like, well, we have this wheelbarrow, but a semi not flat tire on it.
1: Let's see how that goes. <laughs> yep. That's Old similar CRT with us. And... We, we yeah. have those carts with like the, the four wheels, mm-hmm. but used to like out of wood though. Yeah, ah. This is what we some of us transported our stuff. Like if we <laughs> didn't get our parents to drive us somewhere. With nice. the whole CRT monitor yep. in it and the, the gray case, computer case, the old one, auto steel, where you cut yourself every time you try to open it. Good old times.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, <the memories>. I, <laughs> I did used to take my PlayStation though around a friend's house and do the whole um, serial link cable between the two of them. Mm. And we were obsessed with Final Doom um, and Command and & Conquer Red Alert. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that was a good one. We both, he had two TVs, which was great. But both of them had a headphone jack so certainly, when playing Doom, we got so good at certain maps, we would know where the other one was by the noise of stuff he was picking up, or a series. If <laughs> you hear certain, like uh, two pickups, a door open, a pickup, a door open, right, I know where he is and I know what way he's going. So it, it became headphones. Oh damn, I hit, not the mouse, uh, my mouse, Mike. Oh well, I had to be red, didn't I? Yeah. And, um, but you get to bits now. It's three, four o'clock in the morning, and one of you's opened the door and shot the other one in the face with a plasma rifle, and you squealed. Next thing you know, you're feeling his mum's crack you around the back of their head. Sorry.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, great. Yep. Yep. If, all right. if, mm-hmm.
0: if people want to do some friendly stalking, Simon, where can I do really
2: that? on um, Instagram, and I believe it's Sidon100UK.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure that's why i'm on instagram
0: uh i think so i i didn't look it up yet uh i didn't prepare that part sort of double checking you wanted some stocking, i guess
2: yeah no that's fair enough kind of always forget when people are gonna ask that one. Oh yeah
0: yeah i got it yep. simon 100 uk and i'll be chucking that in the show notes
2: and yeah, there's, there's not particularly many uh many exciting photos on there but uh I keep meaning to actually start doing it again because most, most of my stuff on there is uh, happy things but looking negative about them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, there's occasional dog picture though.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of dog pictures and a lot of uh, kind of um, uh, chemo pictures. And I keep needing to put more more dog and, uh, and, and more things I'm making for steampunk style of things. That's where I'm yes. heading on it. Yes.
0: I feel to support that. <laughs> And if you want to do some friendly stalking at home, for example, if you want to complain that Red is not here and doing stupid holiday things, you can do that at Two Thirds Focused on any of the mostly social places. And you can find me at RasmusLewen and lewensmehr.no.
1: And you can find me at Jan Maxwell or Inventor on mainly Instagram, also YouTube. Wonderful.
3: Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Bye.